Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of two college athletes. He has a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 344 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is the world's longest running recruiting education podcast. Check out all the past episodes at recruit-me.com or on your favorite podcast app. This episode, Prepare for Your Role in College, covers two subjects, how recruiting journeys will be different for everyone, and I will demonstrate with my two boys and how they were different and how both of our sons researched and did preparation that helped them have a good freshman college season. Being physically and mentally ready to not only play at a high level, but to be mentally ready not to play or to sit the bench is important too. I will throw in how both the kids took different routes to their colleges and show how a successful high school career and a COVID-filled mediocre high school career can be parlayed into a college offer. Coming off the first two weekends of my youngest son's college baseball season made me reflect on both of my son's recruitments and how they entered their freshman years of college and college baseball. There are physical and mental aspects that an incoming freshman needs to be prepared for. Things like the move-in, the first day of class, the first practices, and then the first weekend and the first season of their college careers. If you have listened to past episodes of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast, you may know that I have two sons. Parker is the oldest son and graduated high school in 2018 and just graduated from Northwestern University with an undergrad economics degree. And he also pitched for the Wildcats in the Big Ten. Sutton, my youngest son, graduated from high school in 2022 and has just started his college experience at Columbia College in Columbia, Missouri. Sutton is an outfielder for the Cougars who play in the AMC or American Midwest Conference and they play in the NAIA level of play. Both of the boys had very different recruiting experiences, as well as very different high school and playing experiences. I have said many times on these podcasts that if there are a thousand student-athletes, there will be a thousand different recruiting journeys. These differences are based on many, many unique characteristics of each situation. Your sport, your position, your skills, your size, and your desires like academic wants and needs, what kind of experience you want as far as a campus life, whether you want to go to a big city or a rural area, the size of the school, and the level of play are just to name a few. We had two different paths in our own household. Both of the boys graduated from the same high school, Ozark High School in Ozark, Missouri. Ozark is one of the larger schools in Missouri and competes in the highest classification of sports. Both played baseball and basketball throughout their high school careers. From there, those were about the only similarities the two boys had. Parker is left-handed, very self-motivated, had a large number of classmates that were talented in both baseball and basketball, and got to play a little varsity baseball as a freshman and was a starter in the outfield and as a pitcher as a sophomore. He was the conference pitcher of the year his junior year and was all-conference his junior and senior years. His teammate was the conference pitcher of the year their senior year and is pitching at Missouri State in his fifth year there. Parker played for Ozark's Summer Baseball Club and was able to play for Missouri's Junior Sunbelt team for two years. Basketball-wise, Parker played JV and varsity his sophomore year, leading the JV team in scoring. 
Two of his classmates moved up to varsity, and he played some varsity that year, too. He was an all-conference basketball player in his junior and senior years and got to play in the Bass Pro Tournament of Champions in front of 8,000 fans or more against powers like Oak Hill, Christ the King, and Wasatch Academy of Utah. Parker was highly recruited by NCAA Division II programs, but not too many NCAA Division I's. As a lefty, he threw an 83-mile-an-hour fastball and wasn't real high on the velocity list. Most said he needed to throw in the 86 to 87 mile an hour range to get more looks. But he could throw strikes, and he had a great changeup, and got a lot of ground balls. He was 6 foot tall, 150 pounds, coming out of high school. I'll get into Parker's recruitment and what Northwestern and Parker's expectations were during his recruitment. Like I said earlier, Sutton's situation was very different. Sutton's skills developed a little bit later, and his speed and athletic ability showed up differently. Sutton developed into a timed 6.5 second 60-yard dash, and he had a 33-inch vertical jump and a 10-foot standing broad jump. In baseball, he started out just beating out normal ground balls for base hits, and his bunting and his base running skills came to light during his summer between his sophomore and junior years of high school. Because of COVID, his sophomore high school season was canceled, but fortunately in Missouri and the surrounding states, his team got to play most of the summer. He pitched and played outfield for a local club team, Marucci Midwest, and had a solid summer. The longtime Ozark High School baseball coach retired and Ozark got a new coach. As a junior, Sutton played on Ozark's JV team in the outfield and pinch ran on the varsity team and got one varsity at bat, but they had a good team and five seniors went on to play college baseball. And then five players in his class are now playing college baseball. Sutton continued to play for the Marucci Midwest Summer Baseball Club between his junior and senior year of high school. He played on a team of 18-year-olds that were all going to small colleges to play baseball. And as the season started, he got super hot. Again, beating out ground balls, bunting, hitting line drives, and stealing bases. He ended the summer season batting 430 with no caught stealings and two home runs, one an inside-the-park grand slam. I'll get into Sutton's recruitment a little bit later, too. He decided not to play basketball his senior year so he could gain weight and work on baseball since he had committed to play at Columbia College as he entered his senior year. But going into his senior year of high school ball, we talked about his situation with the team and the coach. We did feel that since he didn't play summer ball with his high school summer team, he might not get all the opportunities he wanted. Again, Ozark has many good players, and two of the outfielders are now playing in college. Sutton's attitude was to go do his best and to work on his skills to get ready for college. Ozark also plays a great high school schedule, and Sutton was a part of beating top-ranked teams from Missouri, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. He finished his senior season again bunning, beating out ground balls, and hitting line drives for a 300 average, and starting about half the games in the outfield. He used his varied play to help him prepare for his upcoming college freshman year by learning to be ready to pinch run, pinch hit, or be pinch hit four. With both of my sons, I talked to them about the realism that they would not play very much their freshman year in college. With Parker going to an NCAA Division I college, he probably traded a freshman year at a Division II as a main starter or high-level reliever for possibly a few innings against mid-level teams that Northwestern had on their schedule. But I think because he did research on the Wildcats team roster, their schedule, and their coaches, he realized he would fit in well by using the skills of throwing strikes and getting ground balls. He took his pitching coach's advice by going to campus for summer classes and summer workouts. He had pitched a lot during his high school senior year, 
and then pitched in a couple of weekend summer tournaments. And then he moved to campus nine hours away. He got to know the campus, the town, the coaches, some of the teammates, and the athletic trainers. He was able to take time away from throwing and prepare for the upcoming fall practice and scrimmage season. A piece of advice from Parker's experience his freshman year is to be in as good a physical shape as you can get into before your sports preseason. Parker also performed well in the fall workouts and fall games by throwing strikes and showing that he was going to be dependable in the spring season. We thought if Parker got 15 to 20 innings his freshman year of college, that that would be a good first year. He would be adjusting to a higher level of play and probably being a relief pitcher for the first time since he was in youth baseball. He actually got 36 innings in his freshman year, with nine games started, two against Big Ten foes. He had six relief appearances. I truly feel Parker's physical and mental preparation ahead of his freshman year helped him to have a successful freshman year in college and a good four-year college career. Sutton is now in his freshman season at Columbia College. Sutton's superpower is his speed. That asset was the main asset he highlighted when sending his information and videos to coaches. He has other assets, but his speed separated him from most of the six-foot-tall, 150-pound baseball players. The research on the Columbia Cougars baseball team showed that there would be five other outfielders already on the team, with one being a senior, three being juniors, and one a sophomore. So going in, he probably would not beat out three upperclassmen for a starting position but he might get in a few innings throughout the year in blowouts and non-conference games. But also during his recruitment, we found out that the NAIA level allows for courtesy runners for the catcher. So one or two players would get an opportunity to courtesy run when the catcher gets on base. Well, that fit a role for Sutton. Also, if you remember, Sutton missed the whole fall season of practices and scrimmages because he broke his left collarbone at the very first fall practice. He broke it diving for a line drive during fielding drills in the outfield so he didn't get to earn a place in the coach's mind before the regular spring season practices started. Sutton called me, which was a rare call, after a practice before the first game of this season. The head coach told him he probably wouldn't get any at-bats or innings in the field in the first four-game series, but he would be the courtesy runner for the catcher. Sutton said it was nice to know his role as the season was getting started. Well, the season has started, and Sutton is getting that opportunity to fill the role that his coach told him about. Sutton got to courtesy run for the catcher in all four opening weekend games. The team's stats showed he scored in two of the games, but they didn't put him on the stat sheet on one of his substitutions, so on mom and dad's stats he has three runs scored. He also stole a base, but didn't get credit because of scoring indifference, since the team was way ahead. But I have it on video as a stolen base, so we counted it. Again, parents' preference. In the Cougars' second series against number 18 nationally ranked Indiana University Southeast, Sutton again courtesy ran in all three games, scored in two of the games, and actually pinch ran late in the game and scored the eventual game-winning run in the bottom of the sixth inning. I'm not going to give you a play-by-play every week of Sutton's courtesy running, but I wanted to point out how him and Parker were both told what their roles might be as they were recruited and that the research the boys did revealed the type of play they might get. I might say that they were lucky to find coaches that were honest and optimistic about their playing time. But again, with research and being prepared to meet and talk with the coaches and ask questions put them in the right situations for their freshman years of college. I tried to prepare both of my sons to be ready their freshman years, prepare to play, and be prepared not to play. 
One of the hardest things for a new college student-athlete to handle is not to play every pitch, every inning, every match, or every minute their freshman year. Most college athletes have been on the field or on the court all the time during their high school and club years. The college game has changed in just the last five years. When Parker started college in 2018, the transfer portal wasn't talked about very much. A change in transfer rules and COVID has changed the landscape of college sports. Finding a school, a program, a coach, a roster, a schedule, a town, a city, and a financial fit takes work. If you just look and fulfill one or two of these parameters, your experience may come up short. There is not ever a perfect fit, but checking the box as many times as possible, especially for your freshman year, can set you up for a successful college career. During your recruitment, you can fall in love with the biggest and the most prestigious school that shows interest, but that program may not be the best fit. Both of my sons got very good offers from schools that were very good programs and schools, but playing time and other factors led them to the teams that they chose. Also, both found a program that needed their individual skills. Parker was a strike thrower, and Sutton has the speed on the base paths, and both of their strong points have placed them on the field in their freshman campaigns. They also found coaches that didn't overpromise and saw a vision for them. If you put in some work and some research, you can take your skills to a team that fits you and you fit them. I invite you to go to recruit-me.com and learn about the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System. You can get your DIY recruiting manual and workbook for only $39. Click the Get Access button and get the 10 myths about the athletic scholarships, the 7 steps to an athletic scholarship, and advice from Recruit Me families and more. If you don't want to initially spend the $39, then go to recruit-me.com and get the free recruiting power pack. The free recruiting power pack is a great way to get started on your journey. You will get three handy tools. Number one, a PDF explaining the first steps to an athletic scholarship. Number two, an audio file on how and when to use video. And number three, a template to set up your own personal profile. Go to recruit-me.com today or click on the link in the show notes to get your free recruiting power pack. I would like to thank these people from all over the country for signing up. Luke in Georgia, Chris in Illinois, Andy, Sino in North Carolina, Rick in Illinois, Amber in Virginia, Anne in New York, Lisa in Illinois, and Genevieve in California, and Kayla in New York. Join me next week for another 15-minute episode of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. 15 minutes that could change your athletic scholarship future.